Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Four minutes past 12 o'clock. Good afternoon. How are you? How is your Thursday treating you? I have to say I'm having a fabulous Thursday. Thank you very much. Nikki Seberini here on 101.9 High FM. Of course, this is the DL Link show where we connect you through insights, information and illumination. So have you noticed? Have you noticed what's happening in Joburg? Have you taken time out of your busy, 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 doing, 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 run, 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 and running around and just paused and looked around you and seen a swarm? It's not a swarm. It's a flutter. It's a, it's a magnificent descending of white butterflies. And they're on their way to Mozambique. It is this migration of these extraordinary, extraordinary butterflies en masse. So yesterday I was lucky enough to watch both my sons play cricket. There I was sitting. It was a beautiful, beautiful day. There was the Joburg skyline in front of me and just these white butterflies flying past. And I paused for a moment and I thought, oh, how lucky and how blessed are we are you just driving past them? Have you noticed them? Are they an irritation to you? Or did you stop for a second and go, oh, interesting, and then carry on? Really use this as an opportunity to just pause and wonder and marvel at, at this display of white butterflies working so hard, moving, flying in one direction to get to Mozambique. It really is quite miraculous. And, you know, we're surrounded by so many amazing, I call them miraculous things. Just don't let them go by so quickly without that very mindful way of noticing. Just extraordinary. So we have an extraordinary show for you today as well. Also, I don't know about you. I mean, what what is music to you? What is, do you enjoy sitting down and just doing nothing and listening? Do you use music while you're working, performing, training? I know that in my house, having two teenage boys, it's a lot of rap music. But I tell you, it's a lot of other music as well. And I, I notice how my son's moods change when they're playing different music. And I have a theory that music connects with a part of ourselves that is the absolute divine part of ourselves. Um, and it's what connects us and it what heals us and it lifts us up. And, and music is extraordinary. And I love that on today's show, we have two experts who use music um, to help people perform, uh, enhance their performance, but also to help with healing. Um, and so it's, it's really, really going to be a fabulous show today. So I hope you're not going to go anywhere and you are going to explore the wonders of music with me. So we're going to start off with our first guest, um, Yael Gavronsky, who is a a registered music therapist with the Health Professional Council of South Africa. She's also um, received her BA honors in psychology and music from the University of Albany, New York, and her master's in music therapy at the University of Pretoria. And she lived in the United States for many, many years, and then she decided to return home. And, and you know, I'm not so surprised because if, if it's music that she does, South Africa has a beat. It has a rhythm, and you can never, ever ignore the rhythm. So, Yael, welcome. Great having you back on the show. We've had you on the show before, um, and, and it's great to have you again. 
Thank you so much for having me, Nikki. I really appreciate it. And music is really something very special. Mm, it is something special. You know, even I sort of talking about the white butterflies, even if you watch the butterflies, there's a rhythm. Mm. There's a rhythm, the way they fly, the way they're moving. Everything has a rhythm in life, right? Yes. So for you, the fact that this is what you do professionally, um, why? Why music? So if you think about it, everything, like you said, has a rhythm. Everything has a part, a heartbeat, our mm. pulse, our steps have a rhythm. Mm. Our, the nature around us has sounds. A baby's cry um, is music. And music... To some. To some. <laughs> <laughs> to some, but a way of communicating with a mother. Sure, I'm joking, I'm joking. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And for me, music has always been therapy for me throughout my life. Um, since a teenager, I used to play guitar, and immigrating to a new country was very difficult. And I use music as my own therapy, and I still do to this day. I use songwriting for my own, and performing, and playing with other musicians as my own therapy. So I thought studying psychology... It was a natural, and music, it was a natural fusion for me to study music therapy. Hmm, love it. We're going to take a quick break, Yael. After the break, we'll be back. And I want to hear what you're doing because I know the extraordinary things that are taking place with your work. So we'll share that after the break. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Welcome back. You know, Plato said music and rhythm find their way into the secret Places of the soul. So, Yael Gavronsky, who's a music therapist, is in the studio, um, and and she uses music as a therapeutic tool to assess and improve emotional well-being, physical health, social functioning, communication abilities, and so much more. So, Yael, I, I love that you work in so many areas. So, studying psychology. For you, music always worked. You decided to go into music therapy. Is it mainstream? I mean, is, are a lot of people aware of the, the healing power of music? So I think a lot of people know that music's therapeutic. And often I get the question, what is music therapy? Because mm. people often think they know what it is, or um, they may think it's something to do with the sound crystal balls, which is something completely different and amazing, but it's not exactly what music therapy is. And... It's been in, it's been around for about 60 years in South Africa for about 21 years. Mm -hmm. And what, what it really is, is sometimes people think it's just using music on their own, but it's really between a music therapist is someone who uses music as a tool or a medium as their therapy. And the best way to compare it to would be a psychotherapist uses talk mm -hmm. or a psychologist uses talk mm -hmm. um, as their medium. And you would you never say that the talking is alone is what is administering the therapy. It would also be the, the qualifications of the therapist or the psychotherapist. So for us, we are trained um, in music, musical interventions and therapy interventions where the music therapist uses that music as their medium to meet the clinical goals and objectives of a client. So whatever they may be for whatever age, whether it's an infant, um, an adult, uh, an adolescent, with emotional um, difficulties or a child with special needs or um, an elderly person with Alzheimer's. So we work with a very broad range large, of clients. Large, large range. Do you have to have some kind of connection? Do you have to have some kind of musicality if you want to take part in music therapy? So one of the biggest misconceptions is you need to be able to play an instrument or sing. Right. And that's not true. You can... To be able to be involved in music therapy, we, the music therapist facilitates the musical experiences and you don't need to have any experience. 
So what are you doing, Yael? You, you, do you go in, because I know you play guitar, mm. you've brought a drum in with mm. you. How would you use this in, in therapy? And I know that it's such a wide range you've been describing, but if you can just kind of sure. explain to, to our listeners. Sure. So we use a number of different techniques, and one of the big ones is active music making or improvisation. So if you think about two people... Um, connecting through music. It's a way to connect through improvisation or m- music listening. We also do a lot of songwriting, especially with teenagers. It's something they connect with mm-hmm. and lyric discussion or analysis using vocal therapy as well, verbal therapy, also music and imagery, music performance and learning through music as well, because that is something very important. Um, but if I talk about some of the techniques, there's something called mirroring, um, where we mirror what the client's doing, um, matching, where if a person has very high energy, like a child with ADHD, like mm-hmm. you wouldn't go and play soft and slow music. You'd want to meet their energy, which we call vitality effects, mm-hmm. and meet that energy and meet them wherever they are. Just as if a person has Alzheimer's and they can only tap lightly on a drum, you wouldn't go and play very fast rock music sometimes, depending on your client, but you would use whatever met them where they were and improvised with them at the, their level. Sounds fascinating. How are you facilitating a change? So whether mm. it's a change in behavior, whether it's a release of a mm. trauma, whether, I mean, I've seen that you've worked with, and we're going to play something mm. just now, kids with autism, um, helping improve sleep patterns, Parkinson's, you spoke mm. about uh, dementia, al- Alzheimer's. How is How does the music facilitate that change so if you think about how music works and it affects our mood especially with with anybody um, we also work with key changes and changing tempos and different techniques within the music so say you're working with an adolescent who listens to um, get stuck in a certain type of mode often teenagers may listen to a certain type of music and really really get stuck in that emotion or that feeling and our goal is to help them kind of see a way out of that and listening to different types of music and a healthy way to stay with that emotion and be there in the moment and feel those feelings, but also when they need to be able to change their feelings and go to another um, type of music. Wow, incredible. So So, so tell us about the clip that you brought with you today. So the clip that I brought with today, I had to get permission from um, the client's family, um, but it's a little boy that I worked with for about over a year, and he is diagnosed with Down syndrome. And he was referred to me by a speech therapist because he did not meet the age-appropriate requirements for speech therapy. Mm -hmm. So when he first came to me, he was basically nonverbal and barely used any sounds. So he was also referred to music therapy because he had emotional outbursts, and there were a lot of concerns that he had no other means to manage his emotions. Mm -hmm. So I worked with him for over a year, building a very strong client-therapist relationship. And some of my goals for this client were to provide a means for communication for him, to use language and expression, foster opportunities for him, for different interpersonal relationship skills, also for expressing his emotions, and also increased opportunities to, to, for concentration and really being in the moment. So if you listen to this audio clip, um, for a client who did not use any sounds, you can hear now in this clip when he is singing, he's using strong singing, Varying loud and soft sounds, and he has the ability to hold the notes for an extended period of time. Mm. Okay, here it is. I close my eyes so I can see you. I'm not 
So, so a year, working with him for a year, he wasn't verbal at all. Here he is, he's singing, he's playing. What was that instrument? The shaker. The shaker, shaker, he's yeah. doing the shaking. How does that translate? So this in, huge improvement within that period of time, um, obviously, and also being able to, as you say, the emotional mm. outburst working on that. How is that translated in how he is in the world with mm. his family, with peers? So often we rely on, on, on a lot on what is happening at school and we communicate in a multidisciplinary approach with other therapists or teachers at his school and his parents. And um, he very much saw a huge improvement. And throughout the sessions, I would take notes, session notes, and write reports based on what was happening. And his mom said his behavior changed very drastically. He would um, communicate more with his other classmates and just being able to use his voice mm. was so important. If you think about how we use our voice for expression, it was so important for him to just be able to sing and release those feelings he was having. Even if sometimes it didn't always make sense, which we did work on his sounds, but I'm not a speech therapist. My goal was to work on increasing the use of his voice mm. and feeling comfortable as it a way for him to express himself with his his family as well. Mm, I love that, Yael. So people listening right now, very important. They don't have to have any kind mm. of musical abilities. It's not it. It's, you're using music as an expression, mm. as an opening, as a connecting, um, and to who knows what, as you said, in, in, in so many areas. Well, well, thanks, Yael. If people want to get hold of you. Sure. So um, we actually have the World Congress of Music Therapy coming up in July 2020, which will be the first in South Africa at the University of Pretoria. I think it's July 7th through 11th. So they can contact, um, my website is yaelmusictherapy.com. Um, but also there is the South African Music Therapy Association where they can go online and look for more info about this conference. It'll be, I'll also be presenting research there, but there will be music therapists from all over the world presenting, Amazing. which will be interesting. So. Amazing. Thanks, Yael. Thanks so much for coming in, for sharing what you do. Um, and I hope really that some of uh, our audience um, have an idea of how incredibly impactful music therapy can be. It's been a pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. Yael Gavonsky here on 101.9 High FM. We're going to take a, a break. And then once again, we're going to look at sound and music and see how it can deepen personal deepen personal effectiveness with uh, Yochi Res. So stay with us, getting more and more interesting. What can I say? High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Welcome back to the DL Link Show where we connect you through insights, information and illumination. How interesting is this? Beethoven said, music can change the world. Think about that. Music can change the world. Travel all over the world, the different sounds, the different rhythms, the different beats. But at the end of the day, I think that if you take people from all over the world and you play music, they'll all start moving their body in the same way. And what kind of 
change can we make in the world? Well, I can't answer the question, but, and I'm not even sure our next guest can, but I think he's got a, a better way of, of, of getting to that answer than I do because he is the founder of Attuned Consulting. He's a seasoned clinical psychologist and qualified musician who's established himself as a uniquely innovative leadership and team facilitator. Yochi Res is, uh, he's helped design and run leadership culture transformation programs for the Nedbank Group for several years as well as with TBWA. And he founded Attuned in 2014. He is a published author specializing in organizational trauma, resilience, and mindfulness. And he has a passion for how sound and music can deepen personal and organizational effectiveness. Yochi, welcome. Thank you. Lovely to have you on the show. Wonderful to be here. So can music bring peace? To the I mean, world. Uh, I believe so. If there's anything that has the power to break through the barriers that we often impose music. on ourselves. Uh. I mean, it's surely the universal language um, that uh, I always kind of think of if you have two people from opposite ends of the world, different cultures, different language, different everything, and normally cannot communicate in the normal Let's say normal mediums, although I think music is the most natural communication medium in many ways. Um, but if they can play music, they can communicate immediately, oh, instantly. Oh. And I think that there's such a power that music has to cut beyond those, those boundaries and those barriers. And I think in South Africa, where we are in many ways challenged and beset by so many barriers and sometimes many internally uh, imposed barriers of fear between ourselves and others who we perceive or judge as different um, and how that plays out and I think that if we could harness the power of music in some way to do work to create healing and connection and real dialogue I think the flourishing and the transformation that can happen is unlimited mm. Amen to that. So we've <laughs> got to get music out there. We've got to get more and more people coming together. Um, is it singing? Is it playing a musical instrument? Is it? It can both? be any of the any of those and and other you know possibilities. And I think that's what's really so amazing about music is it is infinite. It it really is a realm. It's an infinite realm that connects us in the deepest way. I think to ourselves, to each other. It is a way that we connect to the inner universe, the outer universe. Mm. It really. Um, and it can be used in so many, many different ways. Mm. And it was amazing to, to hear Yael speaking and sharing about how, how she's using uh, music in her healing work. Isn't it incredible? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, With never autistic ceases kids. to amaze I know, me. I know. Yeah, the Parkinson's, power. Alzheimer's, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm thinking, I mean, what separates us in the world is this identity that we have attached mm. to who we are. I'm this, that's yeah. it. I'm this, you're yeah. that. And then I was thinking, well, do we have the identity in music? So we have different genres of music, mm. right? Mm. And I, I, I live in a home with two teenage sons and it's all rap mm. and I'll never mm. forget in the beginning when my sons would play the rap it would actually drive me mad I could feel my heart rate increasing <laughs> <laughs> and the swear words and then I kind of relaxed into it and I thought can I see this can you be open to can it? I be open yeah. to this okay so mm. can I see this as almost modern poetry I mean mm. this is yeah. there's so much expression and then Absolutely. when I when I got there then so my sons would start to share it with me and I thought about this identity attaching mm. to well this is the genre yeah. genre I like it yeah. so how do we cross that barrier of the genres of the age mm. groups of mm. You know, I think that's, that's a great question, and I think that uh, definitely people can sometimes tend to have specific genres that they identify with and they may in some ways be fixated uh, about. But I think equally, I mean, I've witnessed incredible demonstrations of people who may like both heavy metal and classical music, mm. you know, and such the seemingly disparate genres of music. And, you know, I think in terms of like the rap, for example, I think what's useful, a useful frame or lens to approach 
if there's a trigger, if you could call it a music trigger, say a genre that you encounter that you don't connect with and, and that may trigger you in whatever way, to just ask yourself and be curious about, well, why does this person connect with that music? Mm. What in that music style? I mean, obviously, if it's rap, there's rhythm, there's beat, there's expression, there's energy, there's embodiment, there's it's it's still music. It's got elements of mu- various elements of music. And, and so to kind of approach it in that way and to be curious about it, I think, and to be playful almost in your own mind of what are the possibilities that are going on here. And I think that's what mindfulness for me really, one of the things of mindfulness is it's about becoming open and present to try on different lenses. Mm. You know, because we so often see the world the way we are, not the way the world is. is uh, and that limits us. And, yeah. you know, that ego, fear-driven need to have a certain identity and be attached to that. And this is my story and I'm sticking to it, the mm. narrative. Mm. And to have the curiosity to just, well, how else can I see this? What else mm. might be going on? Mm. Um, that's an amazing, playful, childlike quality. <gasps> or life changes, we, right? We lose touch with as adults said yeah, I think from our conditioning and so yeah then all of a sudden a whole world opens up mm. a whole world opens mm. up so we're talking music and being curious being mm. open minded genres but now we're the sound mm. so if we take the genres away there's the sound there's a the mm. vibration right. there's a beat there's something that goes beyond that and that's what you work with you you work yeah. with the sound is it sound and the music well I mean I, I'm, I'm a musician and I work with sound uh, meditation you can call it sound meditation or sound journey so uh, my one of my big passions is mindfulness and I work a lot in corporate uh, contexts and I I discovered through my own you know meditation work healing work uh, these instruments that are used in what you would call a sound journey or a sound meditation and um, that's really a process where you have certain instruments that are uh, ideal for creating different sound textures or soundscapes if I could almost call it that so um, the pr- a process of mindfulness is really choosing anything to be present to and to focus on it could be your breath it could be a guided meditation visualization it could be your body it could be a candle it could be anything the sounds outside in the garden that you choose to focus on for some time and as you do that your mind will wong- wonder the monkey mind Mind will start going crazy and that's the practice the practice is to just start noticing that the monkey mind has got out of control mm-hmm. and you, you've wandered um, and you slowly start to build that muscle of noticing more and then the second muscle you develop is once you notice that your mind has wandered you just gently bring it back to the present which is your breath or the sounds you're listening to whatever it is so in many different ways you can do mindfulness and uh, a lot of the time it can be a verbal induction and facilitated experience. And my experience is that people's minds are so cluttered and busy and distracted and noisy that to get people into a receptive space to do a verbal-based uh, mindfulness exercise is sometimes so hard and takes a lot of effort and time. Whereas what I found is that with these instruments, it's like... The technology or the science of sound vibration is that it enables almost an immediate bypassing of the rational mind where we often are so stuck. So the ego sort of stranglehold is where we're stuck in the noise of our heads, Mm -hmm. the voices, the messages, the conditioning, the past, the future. Mm -hmm. In some ways, if you think about our lack of wellness or our dis-ease, it's really just from not being in the present. Mm -hmm. So whatever pulls us away from that present moment, if it's, you know, being stuck in the past and regret and hopelessness and shame, and then it kind of tends to move towards the depression side of things. If we're stuck and fixated about the future worry and anxiety, uh, it gets more to the anxiety side of things. And it's almost like it's deceptively simple. We just have to learn to be more present. So what I found in my experimenting with the sound vibration work is that um, you can have 
have this process if you set it up correctly and land it in a corporate context. Even bankers, <coughs> bankers and accountants. Accountants and IT, the last people sometimes that you would think would be open and receptive to such an experience. It's amazing. It immediately takes them to a really deep part of themselves and it provides a unique way of mindfulness where they can get out of the trappings of that mental um, barrage of noise and um, worry and distractibility and they can connect with the other dimensions of their being. And that's a very important thing because we've now know from research that the gut is a second brain. It's literally an organ of perception and awareness. And so there's hard science now, too, where they say trust your intuition. And in leadership, intuition has become an absolutely critical area for leaders to develop that ability to because they're managing people and relationships and decisions. And they have to be in touch with their emotional and intuitive and body Mm. um, areas. And this is a way that you can really develop that quite quickly and easily. Okay, so you're saying that the sound... Bypasses this overthinking mind, the rational mind, the thinking right, so mind, gets you into the intuitive state. Yeah, and into this intuitive meditative state. When you're in that, you're then, could you say, working the muscle of in- intuition? You, so, you're so, talking about so instinct, trusting your there's instinct. There's a number of different things that 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 are happening, or potentially, or possibly can happen in that space. Um, It's an ability to practice mindfulness, so to notice when your mind just wanders and Mm -hmm. and just gently keep putting it back to the sounds and keep coming back to the sounds. Um, It's also an ability to develop an awareness of your body because these sounds, um, these vibrations are very powerful and more than just listening to any other music, uh, you feel these vibrations in your being, in the depths of your being. People often report feeling it in their bones, in their cells, in their, um, so it, you start to learn how to feel and be tuned in. That's my company name, Attuned. Mm-hmm. To tune in and be attuned to the more subtle aspects of what's happening inside of you. Mm-hmm. So that awareness and that connection to your body and your body wisdom is a very, very important, um, Wisdom that you develop. So you go to corporates and you do it, but but but, but it's for everybody. Everyone, absolutely. Uh, and then there's another dimension to all of this, which hopefully I'll show in, in, in a short while. Which is, you know, I've got singing a whole set of singing bowls over here. Um, and when you they haven't shut up for a minute, they're part of my set of different instruments, which I like to call the, my arsenal of weapons of mass construction. Uh-huh. Um, and so when you put water in in one of the big bowls and you and you play this vibration, the fascinating things. What happened to the water, which I'll rather demonstrate than tell I'm you looking about. Looking sober, we're going to have lots and lots of demonstrations. And then, if you think that your body is more than seventy percent water, water. Well, what's happening on a cellular level? What releases are happening? Um, if you are um, uh, a believer of of the energetic healing systems, like the Chinese medicine and acupuncture, uh, the energy centers of the body, the meridians. I mean, acupuncture has been empirically proven and validated. There's all sorts of um, energetic. Uh, clearing of blockages that can happen as well. So they found that these vibrations act on the body energy centers and, and pathways in a kind of similar way to the way needles do and in some ways maybe even more effectively. And then there's the spiritual dimension of just connecting with your own inner universe. You know, so, um, all the real spiritual traditions uh, usually teach that, that, that every one of us human beings, and certainly in Judaism, it's fundamental. We are all a microcosmic universe, mm. but we are so often not tuned in to the inner magic and wonder and dimensionality that resides inside of us because we're so trapped in the outside noise and technology and devices and everything else. And so, 
for many people, uh, like, and often my experience has been people like, you know, who are accountants or IT, people who haven't had an experience like this perhaps before, in a very relatively short space of time, you can give people an incredibly profound awakening, uh, a, a direct contact with their own inner universe. And the contours that that takes and the form and what that looks like or uh, what experience that is, is totally different for different people. Some can have an emotional experience and really some can have visual aspects that they see if they're sensitive with their eyes closed that the vibrations bring on. Others can have memories. Um, it's really infinite uh, as to what people can experience. But my experience has been that always it's a very deep and profound um, experience. Physiological benefits? So there's research that's been done. Uh, this this area of so there's there's two things. There's the mindfulness application of the sound vibration right. work and sound healing, and 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 then there's the sound therapy, sound healing. So there's a is a big area of what's called sound therapy and sound healing or vibrational medicine that's emerged and growing very quickly, um, more in the states and Europe and, and other areas of the world, but slowly starting in South Africa as well. And you go to you know sound therapists, just like you would go to a massage therapist. And there's a bed. You lie down, and there's all these bowls around and other instruments and gongs and you go for a sound bath a sound I massage love that, yes. and so that's becoming more and more popular there's research that there's a number of benefits for that obviously relaxation there's a profound relaxation that accompanies that um, there is there's been research that the singing bowls in particular are very grounding and relaxing so for people who are suffering from depression and anxiety they've shown great benefits for those people people who are suffering from focus and distractibility ADD like symptoms they can be very very effective um, and used you know even for individuals who buy a singing bowl and just use it on their own and experiment and explore with how they can connect with that sound and how it can be grounding. Um, so, yeah, there really are lots of different mm. ways that, that you can work with this type of this type of area. I can't wait to hear the bowl sing. Looking so forward <laughs> to that. You'll explain it all. We're going to take a break, Yochi. After Thanks. the break, I'm going to introduce our DL Link warrior because um, she's used music and dance a mm. lot with her therapy. And we're going to ask her if you can perhaps use your singing bowls mm. um, on her. So I love this. It's all unfolding here in the studio on 101.9 High FM. So a quick break. And after the break, we'll be back with Tammy. Um, and we'll hear about her, her, her story, her journey. Stay with us. High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Welcome back to the DL Link show. Our DL Link warrior, um, Tammy Lerner is in the studio. She suffered from breast cancer. Um, she tre- uh, completed her treatment eight months ago. Um, Tammy, wonderful to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for calling me in. First of all, I want to say thank you to the DL Link. They are wonderful, wonderful organization. Mm. Uh, they have Helped me a lot along the way, and uh, I want to thank very, very much the opportunity that I had dancing. I love dancing. I always love dancing. Mm -hmm. I started doing uh, biodanza about 10 years ago, and along the way, I had some very crucial experiences. I had a horrible accident about five years ago uh-huh. that I was all my bones were broken and I was lying there on the ground and I said to myself, no, no, no Tommy, it's it's too early you didn't dance enough, you uh. didn't love enough, Aww. you are going to be okay while I was there with my blood and everything and I said, you made your mind you up. Uh-huh. are going to be okay 
just to show you that I believe that being positive it's very important so so tell me your journey your breast cancer journey and then we're going to get to how important music and dance mm-hmm. has been because I want to hear more yeah, about this by Bio yeah. Danza but your journey Mm. Being diagnosed with cancer. The accident, did it happen before or after? No, the accident happened five years ago. And the cancer you were diagnosed? About one and a half years ago. So when you were lying there and you had this approach, this, this, this new way of thinking, mm. Tammy, your no, life's it, not it over. Was, it was after the accident. You, you said when you were lying there, yes. you said to yourself, I haven't done enough dancing. Yes. I haven't done enough. And so you change things. How was your attitude when you were diagnosed with with cancer? Did you, you know, wh- wh- how was your mental state then? Uh, the day that I was diagnosed, you can imagine, it wasn't a happy day. No. At all. And then I tried to think and I said, okay, this is the situation. Uh, there were things. Is that what you thought? There were things. I'm sure I will do it. It will be okay. We had many cases of cancer in the family. Mm-hmm. I lost a brother this year as well. Sorry. And uh, so it was quite traumatic. But the doctor said that it's going to be okay. You're going to have an operation. You're going to forget about it. But in the operation, they found that actually there is in one of the notes, and he came to tell me that the story is very different. What could I do? Mm. What could I do? Mm. I said, this is my way. I will overcome it. Right. And I took it day by day. They, it wasn't a joyful journey. Uh-huh. But... Uh, I had to do it. You've, you've done it. And, and, and you finished your treatment eight months ago, Tammy. How, yeah, how are you I feeling? Had, I had quite heavy chemotherapy. And then first I had a big operation. And then I had chemo. And after the chemo, I had the... Um, mm, the radiation. The radiation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and in... And my hair grew again. I mean, your hair's beautiful. I was... You had long hair before. I had a lot. I had long hair and blondie and a lovely golden girl I was. Is that how you were before? And yeah. now your hair's shorter. It's, it's beautiful. This is what grew up. Yeah. This, this is, is you. what grew and yeah. it's okay. I said to my, <laughs> I said to my husband, you know what? Once I was a Barbie and now I look like Barbara Bush. <laughs> <laughs> Barbara Bush. <laughs> You remember her? Yeah, of course I do. Mm. I think you look gorgeous, Tammy. Thank you. I really, really do. Thank you. I'm absolutely honest with you. You see, you have to learn to To be open to all the good things. Whenever somebody tells you a compliment or when somebody offers you a new way of thinking, we have to show gratitude for everything. Mm. I think that every single morning... Mm. I wake up in the morning, I open the curtains, and I say, wow, what a beautiful world. It is so beautiful. And I go out to the garden, and I visit my flowers, and 
I love what you've just said. I love what you've just said, Tammy. You you mentioned this beer dancer, this dancing. Mm -hmm. Um, And tell us a little bit more about beer dancer. Okay, beer dancer is a kind of a dance Mm -hmm. that is self-expression. It it gives you an opportunity to express yourself, to be in one rhythm with your nature. And with the beautiful music that you always have around, and you concentrate on your dance, no talking while we dance, Mm -hmm. so you are really in full alignment with yourself, with your natural rhythm. And there are very hectic uh, dances, music, Mm -hmm. and they are quieter ones, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's always wonderful. Do you lose yourself in it? So are you thinking, or are you just lost in the music and the movement? The beauty of it is that it puts you in a present moment, Uh and you are very much in touch with your feelings. Mm. Do you get emotional? Do Do you sometimes cry and... If, 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 I get emotional. Sometimes I can just give an example. When I hear a beautiful valse, I remember my parents used, used to love to dance. Mm. And I can see them. I close my eyes. I listen to the music. I dance, but I see in front of me my mm. parents dancing. Mm. And it's, it's a wonderful feeling. Like what a beautiful I, thing to be able to access your emotions in that way. You get in touch with many, many things. First of all, is freedom. Freedom that you do your own thing. And it brings up the, a lot of vitality. Mm-hmm. Actually, when I dance, the very hectic dances, I do movements that if you tell me now to do them, I will find it very difficult. Really? And sometimes I, 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 I just, just can't believe, it. you yeah. know, I'm bending and I'm jumping and I'm doing. You ask me not every You have access to a, another part of your body. Did you? It did is you? Another pace. Did you dance while you were having your treatment? Uh, very little. Uh-huh. Only when I felt safe. Most of my treatments were in um, winter. Okay. And uh, I was avoiding being among. A lot of people, because oh, my right. immune system was very low. Uh-huh. I took care very much of uh, that point, and thank God I was fine. Mm. I was fine. Thank God for that. Yeah. Uh, Tammy, you, I mean, people who are listening and are thinking, oh, wow, that Bio Dunza sounds amazing. I asked Jael a little bit earlier, do you have to have any kind of musicality, play a musical instrument for for musical therapy? For Bio Dunza, do you have to be a dancer? Do you Not have to have good all. rhythm? Not at all. Really? First of all, the beautiful thing, there is no judgment. Uh-huh, there is important. no judgment by anyone. You do your thing. And actually, you cannot imagine, it's, it's a well of expression, of vitality, of freedom, of creativity. You are with yourself. You know Listen. how they say, dance like nobody's watching. No, oh, I love that. This yes. is, this is exactly what happens.
So Tammy, and you are op- amazing. So you are open-minded to the music, to dance. So you, we've, we've got Jochi in the studio. He's got these beautiful singing bowls mm-hmm. that he's brought in. He's spoken about how he uses the sound, the vibration with mm-hmm. meditation and accessing different parts of oneself. Are you prepared to be our mini guinea pig after the break and get Yohi to do some sound mm, yeah. sound work? Stunning. I can't wait. Aren't you wonderful. excited? Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Great. Okay, let's yeah. take a break. And after the break, break um, Yohi's going to – he's already set up these beautiful bowls. We're going to hear more about what exactly is a singing bowl, and then we're going to have some demonstrations. Wow, all happening on the DL Link Show. Stay with us. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. If you, if you have just tuned in, this is the DL Link Show where we connect you through insights, information, and communication. Um, and so we're having a demonstration in the studio, and I love demonstrations. Um, we have um, our expert. Well, he, I mean, he's this is what he does. He looks at how sound and music can deepen personal effectiveness. Um, Yochi Res, and we have our. It's not a guinea pig, Yochi. It's not a guinea pig. Tammy is your. Subject, Tammy is your is uh, willing, uh, willing and able, open-minded, in, uh, spreading public awareness about a very powerful healing modality. Okay, so let's. So you, you're holding a bowl. Let's talk about what is a singing bowl. So singing bowls are um, an amazing. Uh, Discovery and and entity. They I, I see them as sentient beings. They sing. They they alive. They have <laughs> consciousness. Um, they're made from they different material. <laughs> they're made from a stone has consciousness even in, in Kabbalah. Um, everything has. Sure. Uh, so so these are made from metal, different types of metal alloys. They're hand beaten. Can you actually see yes. if you look? Um, and you get ones made from crystal. These are metal ones. They're all sorts of different types. And essentially, what the way these ones work is that. Um, there's a, a mallet that you use to, so you can either just hit the bowl and it will make the sound, mm-hmm. or these mallets have a felt covering you can see, and when you go around the walls, the, the felt creates a friction, and that's usually how they played. Oh, I feel that. Can you feel that? I feel Very that. powerful. Uh, uh. Wow. Now, if you listen carefully, there's actually two different notes that are being played at the same time. It's called an overtone phenomenon. It's an acoustic phenomenon where you can have a fundamental tone and higher frequencies above that tone. The human voice can do that. There's many different cultures that do deep throat chanting um, that sounds something like, I can't believe I'm doing this on air, but here goes. That's one form of it. And if you listen carefully, there's kind of a... I thought there was an there. instrument <laughs> actually to so get that like sound. So it sounds like a didgeridoo, like the yes. Australian, you know. Exactly, right. So that's another instrument that creates an overtone effect. Um, there's another way of doing it with your voice where it's a kind of a higher, I'm still trying to learn it, but it's something like I'll see if I can demonstrate that it sounds like. So if you hear there's a fundamental tone and there's kind of higher, very subtle flute-like mm-hmm. mm-hmm. frequencies that are... So instruments can do that. Pianos can do overtones. Guitars can do overtones as well. And these bowls work. The vibration they create is a waveform of an overtone. So I'll just show you very briefly with this other bowl. It's easier to show with the different notes. If I play this, there's two notes at the same time. I'll sing them. The bass one is oh, The high one is ee. Yeah. Can you yeah, hear them? They're happening simultaneously. 
So these bowls, they create Beautiful. a wave-like vibration, right? And then when you play them together, they just party and jam. Like they each bowl vibrates with the other bowls and it's an incredible resonance that's created. So what I'm trying to do here with Tammy is create a resonant field. A field so there's of, all around so her. She's all got around. bowls all around. I'm even going to place one on her head. Okay. If she's right, let's do that. it. Let's do the and demonstration. To, and just before I do that, for another literally 20 seconds, I want to just show you what happens when you put water in one of these bowls. So this is pretty... Phenomenal to watch. Because there was that Japanese, what was him, Hokumichimoto, where yes. he froze the water and he said nice things right. and then nasty things right. and it changed the, the structure, right. the molecular structure. Apparently there was some controversy around that. Was the, there? Okay. But, but you're anyway, proving something with water. But this is, this is, yeah, well, this is, take a look at this. So you can see the water yeah, level. I'm just going to get up and look. Do you want to just stand up because it's oh. worthwhile having a look? So normal water, can you see the yeah. water surface? As I start playing, take a look at what happens. Okay, that's sound in motion, so you can actually see the vibration on the water. So for those of you who are listening, as as um, Yochi is moving whatever he's called it on the outside mallet. of the bowl, the mallet on the outside of the bowl, the water is starting to move. Shimmer it's, and It's dance. shimmering. Yeah. It's now here's, it's where, it gets, and here's where it gets crazy. Take mm-hmm. a look when you increase the pressure. Okay. Okay, so now what's starting to happen is as he's increasing it, the water, what, are you, what is the water it's a doing? It's like a it's, it's boiling, literally. It's, except it not from heat agitating the molecules, from sound vibration ag- agitating the molecules. It's actually, it's like a little fountain. It's a fountain. It's, it's amazing. Water boiling. And so we've got all, the, all so this water. So we are 70% plus 70%, water. So right. what happens to your body when these sounds are interacting? And so many people find that the sounds are, are both relaxing and invigorating and energizing and stimulating, which is a very interesting combination. And that may have something to do with, with the effect okay. of the body. Okay, so let's Amazing. go. Amazing, right. Try this out. So Tammy is um, all ready. She's relaxed. She is our willing participant. <laughs> she, <laughs> Thanks for being so willing. <laughs> um, and uh, we have, um, Yochi has these quite a few um, of these singing bowls, different sizes. He's taken the water out of the one. There's it's really a flower a, pot, actually. Th- yes, that is a flower pot. I don't I've seen that before. Can it also create so that sound? One day I thought, what happens if you take the... Check the sound of that. It's the granddaddy. So there's, if you ever see those bronze flower pots, you know, you're walking into someone's house, that's, it's, this is one of those pots. Wow, that's beautiful. Okay, so, so, so Yohi, oh, okay. we've got, we've got four minutes. That's How perfect, long is the demonstration going to take? We can take anything from a minute to Fantastic. An hour. So Yohi's <laughs> just put on Tammy's head a, like a little, uh, cloth, and now he's put a, the bowl on her head facing down. Okay, so let's see what, let's see. And now he's taken that mallet and he's given it a little kong. And he's moving around. And Tammy's just saying, amazing, amazing, amazing. So we're just listening and watching.
Wow. Okay. Sure. And 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 Yohi, can you keep going for a long time with us? Yes. End of the little symbols. Okay. So we all heard this this resonating the sound of these bells, these singing bells Quite singing, filling, the room. filling the room. Tammy was sitting there with the bowl on her head. Facing down, and all all I could see was she kept going, wow, wow, amazing. Tammy, what was that experience like? I think it's amazing. It's mainly like walking in a tunnel. If I would have closed my eyes, it would be like a supernatural experience. Really? I wish you had done it, it to me, Yochi. Martin! <laughs> you don't have to, but... When, Come closer you, to the microphone. Whenever you um, want to maximize an experience of sound, uh, when you close your eyes, you close the other channel, and so you... That's why deaf people often... Uh, blind people have incredible hearing, because yeah. they... Um, so, yeah, it, it, when you close your eyes, you can access the sound. In general, music, when you close your eyes, yeah. you can access so much more deeply. And so... It, helps to really go into the experiences fully as you can and closing the eyes. By the way, when I dance, I close, I try whenever I can Mm. to close my eyes and it's amazing. You lose yourself. But we're going to have to go, but did you feel this vibration throughout the body? Was it just an incredible experience? Yes, I know. I also wanted to. And that's like one way of doing it. There's various, there's infinite kind of ways that you can work Yuki, with them. That is you wonderful. Can. You can do group work. You can you do can individual do work. work do so it, people yeah. can get hold of you. Yeah. Attuned. Yeah, attuned. Now we know. Attuned um, consulting. Yeah, it should come up. Sounds and amazing. Attuned and... Yeah, we are going to say goodbye. Amazing, yeah. so amazing, really. Yochires, thank, 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 thank you so much. All the people here. Yeah, and Tammy Lerner, thank you for being thank our you. willing participant, for telling us about Biodanza. Lovely, lovely. Yes. And your El Gavronsky. Oh, wonderful. Right. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Wow. Sound, music, so powerful. Hope you connected with that. Hope you enjoyed the show. I loved it. From me, Nikki Seberini, until next week. Do take care. Goodbye.